Good morning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's a curious moment in the Gospels right after the resurrection. And St. Mary Magdalene is first encountering the risen Lord. And they're in the garden outside of the empty tomb. And Mary Magdalene is crying at the feet of Jesus. She's holding on to him in a moment of great emotion. She's so overcome by both grief at having lost Christ and now the joy of having him back that all she can do is cry and, and grab onto him. She doesn't want to let go because those three days without him were just painful enough. It's a tender moment, really, because we can feel the raw emotion in Mary Magdalene here, except Jesus then confuses all of us by seemingly dismissing her. He says, woman, stop holding on to me. And you can imagine Mary Magdalene was probably a bit confused herself. She didn't want to let go. So why did Christ not let her have this moment? Was it wrong that Mary Magdalene loved the Lord that much? No, not at all. Love, we heard this in the first reading, love is the only essential thing that's expected from all of us. And Mary is showing Christ so much love in that moment. So what's the issue? The issue is that Mary Magdalene was holding on to the image and the memory of Jesus before the cross. And the image and that memory wasn't a bad thing at all. But what was before her now was Jesus after the resurrection, a deeper reality which would change who Mary Magdalene was and would change how she was meant to live the rest of her life. What Mary Magdalene had to let go of was something good so that she could be ready to accept something better. What are you holding on to? A lot of times when we think about giving things up for Jesus, we think of all the bad things that we shouldn't be doing to begin with. But in the gospel this morning, Christ is telling us that we need to even be willing to give up our parents, our family, our friends, our possessions, all the good things in life, all the things which are his gifts to us to begin with. What are you holding on to? Because it doesn't matter how good that thing really is, if you aren't able to let it go for something better, then it's holding you back. So it's not just about being willing to give up bad things. I tell people all the time that God asks for everything, though he doesn't always take everything. But in order for us to be able to receive the gifts he intends for each of us, we have to be willing to give up even the good things the good gifts that we enjoy right now. So what are you holding on to? A relationship? A talent? A possession? Maybe you're holding on to a hope that just keeps being unfulfilled? Can you trust God enough to give that gift back to Him? Can you trust that He's not going to ruin it for you, but will return to you either the same gift or another, but in in an even greater way? Think about the story of Abraham, if you know it. Abraham in the Old Testament and his wife Sarah wanted a child. And finally, after many long years, they had a son, Isaac. But then, God commands Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. And Abraham is so confused and distressed, but he obeys. He brings Isaac up a mountain, he builds an altar, 
and he prepares to sacrifice his only son. And then he stopped by an angel and promised that for his willingness to give away his only son, that for his faith, he would be the father of a great nation. And then God made a covenant with Abraham. I'm not sure if um, any of you ever looked at a parachute in person. I know when I was in school, our PE teacher had this giant parachute we had to hold out in elementary school in the gym and like run under it. So I've seen them before. I've never worn a parachute and I never will. But they're, they're enormous, right, if you ever see them. But regardless of how big they are, they're really just thin fabric, right? And if there's the slightest tear in that fabric, then the whole parachute's going to fail. But when the parachute is used correctly, that very thin fabric is able to carry a person safely down from 10,000 feet in the air all the way to the ground. But there's a catch. When you're standing on the plane, getting ready to make this jump, you don't feel the parachute working then. It's still packed away in your backpack. First you jump, right? And that's terrifying because you're free falling in in air 10,000 feet above the ground. And then you deploy the parachute and it has to get unscrambled behind you midair. And then, and only then, do you feel the tug, the parachute at your back. That's how faith feels. You don't feel the effects of faith just standing around holding on to what you're familiar with. Faith only comes into play when you make a plunge, when you're willing to step off from the safe ground where you are now and seemingly give everything up, free-falling midair. Then you feel the tug. So all of us have received gifts. We have different gifts, but we all have received something, and we all have something we love and something we want to protect. And we should be proud and happy for the gifts we have, be they family, friends, talents. But we have to love the gifts of God in their proper order. All his gifts are given to lead us back to himself. When something else in our life becomes the center of our focus, even if that thing is good, we run the danger of loving that thing for the wrong reason. The word worship comes from a term that means worth. So there's a danger of falsely worshiping the good things in our life by giving them more worth than they are, by prioritizing them over the ultimate good, which is God. And parents have a danger of doing this with you, their children. Spouses may do this with one another. Some people do this with their job. Others do it with a sport, with music, with another talent, with a team, with an organization. Yesterday was election day. Some people do this with political candidates, platforms. It can be anything. And all of them can be good. All of them can be important. But anything that becomes so important that you're not able to give it up for something better becomes a hindrance in your life. So I want you to ask yourself today, what are you holding on to? What is so important to you in your life right now that it would completely terrify you to give it up? Why do you feel that way? Do you have the faith to trust that if God demands that thing from you, he won't leave you empty-handed, but will return to you an even greater and a more perfect gift? Do you really trust that God wants you to have the most perfect happiness and the fullest existence possible. And then ask the Lord to give you the grace and the willingness to let go of even the most precious parts of your life. 
and to give you confidence in his love for you. Tell him, this is what I say all the time in my prayer, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.